0: so so there are two things there you know there are two things one there's there's a responsibility of the line manager you know to provide an environment of an autonomy to these people to give them freedom to express their ideas to give them freedom to to, to share their views um and the other side is on this employ, you know the, the individual who should feel free to express their views and their ideas because it is it is through um you know them expressing their views that one can learn that these people are innovative. So, so there must be a balance in that perspective first.
1: Hi, I'm Mortaz Versi and this is Engage, Relate, Perform. The show that helps leaders and organizations drive long-term results by fostering relationships and enhancing engagement. If you're looking to seriously improve your team's performance while impacting lives and succeeding at driving long-term results, then this is the show for you. It doesn't matter that you already have that dream title or simply curious about how far you can challenge yourself. I'll be giving you practical tips, relevant commentary, and valuable insights about how you can engage and utilize relationships with talent, community, and other stakeholders around you to achieve the best results and help them stick long term. Get all the latest information at mutazaversi.com forward slash Once again, it's Mur. T-A-Z-A-V-E-R-S-I dot com forward slash pod. Our guest today describes himself as a husband, father, and barbecue. I would add dynamic young leader who heads the bank assurance business at NBC Bank Tanzania. And his name is Benjamin Mkaka. 12 years leading personally and professionally in marketing, insurance, sales, and strategy. Benjamin's dynamism and entrepreneur spirit speaks to all of us looking to get things new every day but building on our skills to do more and better all this and more right after this really quickly i want to give you an amazing opportunity to download my very free very useful very much for you a book titled engage relate perform 90 days to conscious leadership and performance culture it is a 90-day effective guide to get you inspired for your leadership journey daily. These are practical tips you can follow every day to guarantee you give and you get the best out of the existing relationships for long-term results. As I say, it takes 90 days to create a lifestyle. That's what culture means, a way of life. So if you want to do the work, but still enjoy the journey and above all, look forward to it day by day. Then go to mutazaverc.com forward slash pod and download your copy of Engage, Relate, Perform. 90 days to conscious leadership and sustainable performance. Leaders and leaders, welcome to the show. Benjamin Nkaka, Karibu
0: Sana. Asan Sana, Mr. Mutaza. thank you very much.
1: So to get the show moving, let's start with your background from marketing to head of insurance? What kind of leadership made it possible to nurture these skills?
0: Well, uh, thank you so much, Percy. Um I, I've always been, uh, you know, in the beginning of my career, I was prepared first by, you know, uh, my academic background, um, uh, which was in marketing. Uh, I did Bachelor of Business Administration majoring in marketing. So my expectation, of course, was like any young man when you graduate, you know, you look for, you, you, you'll be looking for a job uh, more specific in what you did uh, in, in your university. So I did a brief marketing um, in one of the uh, my friend's um, agents, which was uh, more helping him and a couple of activities in marketing. Uh, but eventually, I got a job um, at one of the insurance companies, uh, Reliance. By then, and that's when you know my journey started to be very fascinating of course when i joined a uh, reliance insurance company um, you know i had the hopes though i was doing underwriting um, a very junior officer doing underwriting uh, which is the core activity in the insurance business i would say uh, obviously my hopes were you know that was like an entry, an entry point in, and maybe at a later stage i would be doing marketing. Uh, but i found myself falling in love with the insurance uh, 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 business language which was more complex but again the operations of the insurance Business, uh, you know, was something which became more exciting to me, and I, I found myself developing interest um, in insurance. But again, of course, uh, marketing was still in me as well, even though uh, much of my interest was in was in insurance. Um, so I worked for Lance Insurance Company uh, as the insurance officer, doing underwriting business, and I grew up there, you know, working and and a very, uh, I would say. Um, a very good leader who always gave me a proper guidance um, was very authentic to me. gave me a lot of opportunities, and I found myself growing uh, to become a unit leader. You know, leading a team of, uh, if I'm not mistaken, twelve people, and that is when I started seeing my leadership skills. You know, um, we did quite a number of things. Uh, we grew our business. Um, that was an independent uh, revenue stream in the company which I started. Um, of course, then I was fortunate to join another insurance company, which was Jubilee, the leading insurance company in, uh, in Tanzania. I, at a later stage, uh, my next job was to join NBC as the head of insurance business. So you could see insurance was still in me. So I joined the bank. Um, and I think now I have uh, uh, more than four years working with the bank um, as the head of insurance business. I'm quite happy. And we have done a lot of, of changes in the company as well. Uh, you know, we have made it more possible and increase the revenues for the bank. Yeah, so, so so that's it so far.
1: Interesting journey because, you know, coming in from university and going through that whole journey. Uh, what, what were you, what was your journey like as you were progressing and in terms of uh, people uh, working, your peers, uh, as far as your leader, as far as people were reporting to you.
0: How was that engagement uh, coming about? Okay, Um, thank you, Vice. It it was all mixed up, you know. Um, uh, I was, I would say, I was fortunate to work with people, um, uh, especially my seniors, who really uh, gave me a very good guidance. And and I would say, humility and commitment were the most values that, you know, have brought me this far. Um, At that point, when we we were working with my fellow colleagues. You know, we all had our different dreams. And what I learned from my supervisors or my seniors by then was that you know, for you to be able to perform, you have to love what you're doing. In the absence of having that love for what you do, uh, you, may end up, you may end up being on transit. You know, expecting to maybe at some point reach a dream, maybe at some point reach a dream, uh, but if that may not be possible if you don't put your energy and the efforts in what you're doing. Uh, so those were my uh, basic leadership attributes that made me get where I am. Of course, uh, in any organizations, you, you 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 would you know you would meet with some people who would try to bring you back and hold you, and so that you may not progress. But I think what I was doing, you know, all that time was to remain focused in what I wanted to become. I think what was the most important for me was to ensure that, you know, I also help my colleagues, um, especially those I used to work with and those I saw that they were going, you know, in a different direction. Um, My biggest strength, you know, is always to have a positive conversation with people and show them opportunities around. Uh, Usually, you know, the youth would tend to have that syndrome of wanting to achieve um, a lot of things in a very short period of time. And, 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 you know, my responsibility was to make sure, you know, I speak to my colleagues and tell them that, you know, our time will come, and we really need to make sure that at least we do quite. Uh, we do the things that you know can give us a better future, um, and 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 I would say discipline and and uh, continuing to equip yourself in you know, all areas of of, of of our careers uh, is the most. Um, I would say is the most critical aspect of leadership, and that's what we need to embrace all the time. Okay uh so my
1: my question to you is uh
0: when you're employed how do you run that like your business uh so that you know you become successful oh excellent um, I, I think first of all um one of the things that we need to, uh, to be mind- mindful of you know all the time is that when you're employed and you have good no any other business um uh, your employment becomes your business mm-hmm. And if if you if you really don't put it in your heart, and in your mind, that's that will not be your business. Uh, so when I say you have to love what you're doing, it is because that's what keeps you going. And if you want to achieve or get more, then you must continue to work hard to get more. Um, you can't get a better results if you don't change. Um, you know, if you're using the you know the usual techniques or tactics every day, uh, so so. For, for someone to love what we do is because we have uh, a sense of understanding that there'll be a better tomorrow. And that better tomorrow, that better tomorrow is being created. or would say, you know, worked on today and out of you loving the job, it means you, you do it very well. You get more experience in what you do. And that can result into getting uh, a very positive outcome that can make you now get to your dreams, get to achieve your dreams. You know, obstacles are always there. Uh, I, I, I met with quite a number of obstacles. Um, uh, you know, there are some of, of the obstacles which can be out of the control. Um, you know, and there are those which you can control. Uh, there are some of the social um, there are some of the social um, challenges that probably might be a bit difficult for you uh, to control. But, but but what you need to do is to continue, you know, uh, being mindful. Of the future, you know, one of the biggest challenge I had, you know, when I was working, uh, my parents were not in that Islam, and I was all alone. You know, you don't have a person who would speak to you to tell you you're wrong. You, you, you know, you're doing you, you're doing it very wrong. And sometimes no one reminds you that you, you know, uh, this is should be the way, you know, for you to go. And some others will challenge you. Uh, for me, uh, the biggest challenge I had was, you know, you did marketing. Why are you doing insurance now? And I've been that type of a person, you know, who have not been, um, I would say, motivated by a kind of a linear uh, career trajectory. You know, I'll take an opportunity as it comes uh, because of the needs that would arise at that particular time. I'll be mindful of my professional, of course, my career and my personal interests as well. So when you come across the challenges, you need to understand all these things that, you know, am I able to change? um the situation now or am i am i able to find a different route and get to my dreams there was many ways to skin a cow i usually say uh, so one of the things that would probably or you know was a challenge for me you know was to work in an environment where i did not understand insurance at all and i joined a team of, of, of very sharp youngsters who really understood what they were doing so for me um uh, w- what was required of me was to actually mm-hmm. learn and, and and be a fast learner that was the same when i joined the ttcl the first meeting i was dragging, you know uh, i remember by then my md told me to write some minutes and i never understood all the technical jargons they were speaking in the meeting but what i did was to get someone uh, you know who would accompany me in most of my activities and and learn and learn learn and learn again and you know in a very short in a very short period of time you become aware of the environment and of course you get experience on how you can move on despite the challenges that would hold you back also oh you lost me okay so my question is uh,
1: let's talk about the coaching part how important is coaching for you in terms of being coached and coaching others but also mentoring others that they can bring in your journey into their lives or learn what they've what they've um what you've gone through
0: and bring it to their life so that they can be successful thank you so much you know uh coaching is is a very is a very important aspect um when one wants to develop his or her career and and I, i'm one of the the person that i can attest that coaching has made me you know to be where i am today i can for sure test uh, you know on that um when you're leading people Uh, First of all, I would say coaching is a process uh, that, you know, uh, opens up a lot of things uh, to a person. The things that you you didn't know, the things that you didn't know how to do them, and the things that uh, can improve the way you you see things. Um, When we join in these organizations, usually, you know, you're given a lot of things to do but there's one aspect which counts more and I, this is you know you 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 build some sort of what i call psychological contract you know? you, you have your own contract in your mind expecting that in this organization I'll, this is how i'll be treated i'll be given these chances to do certain things you know this is how i operate and eventually when you join the organization you know you, you may find that your psychological contract is not met so in that instance you start losing your direction and that is when you need to get guidance from people, and and a leader who does not get um, uh, guidance from, from from you know different people uh, and coaching can come in many ways. You, you can be coached by people. You can you know coached by through, through a lot of readings, etc. So if a leader is not does not expose himself into all these activities to uh, you know open up and, and and then more on how you can lead people and be you don't get that coaching obviously you know um you may end up not uh, leading your people in a proper manner and that will translate into um the outcome of of of, of what you do uh, in the business performance so, so coaching you know brings people together first and provide an opportunity for both you know for, for a line manager and for the subordinates to be in the same direction in the absence of that it might be very difficult so um, as a leader, I'm, I'm being judged by what my team is doing, and that will translate into whether I'm a good leader or my, I'm a bad leader. I may not be judged because of the performance of my team, but I may be judged because of the activities that my team are doing to bring a change in, you know, in the, in the business. So how your, you know, your team behaves, people will know that there are some gaps, and 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 how your team behaves if if you coach them and, and you know and 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 give them a proper direction uh, you know even people know that there's an alignment between the line manager and the, the subordinates.
1: it's just like me being able to see uh, your child uh, without you being there and be able to know
0: how the parent behaves exactly Correct? exactly yeah yeah yeah. And, yeah. And, and, yeah and 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 you know so so usually when you coach people you you give them a way you know you show them a direction and, and you don't you know as you coach people, you become a role model of your subordinates, and they, became, they, 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 they become you. You know, you become a mirror to these people, so their actions would reflect what you, you, what type of a leader you are. Uh, how do you get youngsters to be able, or
1: the youth, or leaders uh, in in their own rights, to start thinking into career, uh, especially in workplace, because that really can impact. Not only themselves, but can impact the business of the place where they're working, and can take, you know, can have a huge
0: impact in society. How do you do that? Okay, um, so, so thank you very much, Baze. Um, uh, one of the things that I've learned as I engage with my fellow, you know, um, young leaders and 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 you know our young generation, um, they're very passionate in what they do, very passionate and. Um, they have got some different needs uh, as opposed to, you know, um, our, our our elder generation. Um, so, so, so the youth, first of all, you know, what they need is autonomy. They need that environment where they can have, a, you know, they can have control and master the activities. But they also need competence. And how do you ensure, first, how do you ensure that you give them an autonomy to do what they want to do, to give them a c- control? you know, for them to be more creative and innovative. That is a need for the for, 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 for the youth, first. Secondly, competence. They would want to be, you know, of course they would come with a little experience, but very sharp, very quick to learn, very innovative. So how do you help them become more competent? Because obviously everybody would want to be a good performer, you know, to see success and to learn new things. But again, they also need a protection some sort of a social intimacy i usually say you know uh, they need to be recognized and they need to you know have access to information and and they also need to understand the, the levels of the macro trends affecting what they do so so if you combine all these things you know you'll see that these people you know the youth have got something to deliver once you give them space to do so so to your point i would have seen most organizations you know have not become uh, you know fan of giving the youth an opportunity to do more than what they're supposed to do in the work environment thinking that you know um, if these people have an entrepreneurship uh, uh, an entrepreneurial uh, spirit uh, they might lose focus in one area and i'll be the loser you know is the corporate organization which is very wrong because we have seen, um, you know, we have seen the youth who have transformed a lot of organisations uh, by having entrepreneur, entrepreneur, spirit. When they think, even you know how they implement things, they're very quick to execute quite a lot of strategies. So there must be a balance, of course. Um, what I'm trying to say is that we need to ensure there's no conflict of interest. But you know, end of the day, you have to make sure these people, you know, are satisfied with what they're doing. If you don't give them an environment to become entrepreneurs in what they do, it might be difficult for you, you know, to to harvest the potential that these people have. One can be, um, um, I'll give an example. One can be a lawyer working for a bank, but is a bank teller. Nothing will stop this bank teller who is experienced a lawyer or who is a qualified or certified lawyer to do some law consultants outside there, you know. Uh, at her extra time. And that may not affect, that may not affect the business that you're doing. And we we have, uh, you know, we have accountants or we have professionals who have been employed and after working hours, they're teachers. And, and you'd find probably that, you know, giving them an opportunity to show their talents in other avenues would also have an impact to your organization, a positive impact to your organization. So, so I would say that um, it is not a very common thing in most of the organizations, because there is that fear that these people would shift the focus from the main business that they were called to do to what they want to do. It is a syndrome that I do believe we, we, we need to get away with. I was going through your your articles, you know, and and I read a very good story about the Batman and 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 um, um, the other guy, Wayne Bruce or so, you know, but but. When you provide a space for people to be able to do what they desire to do, it means that you know you you help them identify more opportunities. And we want to build a community that is healthy in terms of the economy. And most of the employers, obviously, won't be able to satisfy some financial needs for these people, you know, at all. So by giving them an opportunity to also find, um, uh, uh, you know, their own revenue streams. Um, as long as it does not, you know, bring in a conflict of interest into what they're doing at work, should be very... fine.
1: how can they bring their entrepreneur skills into the, into the workplace? So, yes, one is to build a stream, if you allow them to build a stream. On the other hand, you know, how do they bring the entrepreneur skills? How do they get their managers to understand that they have the entrepreneur skills and they can use the entrepreneur skills?
0: For the benefit of the organization. So, so there are two things there. You know, there are two things. One, there's there is a responsibility of the line manager, you know, to provide an environment of an autonomy to these people, to give them freedom to express the ideas, to give them freedom to to, to share their views. Um, and the other side is on this employ, you know, the, the individual, who should feel free to express their views and their ideas, because it is it is through. Um, you know, them expressing their views that one can learn that these people are innovative. So so there must be balance in that perspective first, that one must provide an environment where these people will be able to show it what they want. But secondly, is for these people to show their talents that this is what I think I can do better for the organization. And secondly, is to create an, you know, um, I wouldn't say to put up a policy first, but to, you know, for leaders to also have the same culture uh, of the entrepreneurship um, um, mindset, rather, I would say. You know, because in the absence of that, in the absence of the land manager having a sense of um, or understanding that entrepreneurship would have an impact to the organization, this person is given the freedom to do one, two, three, would definitely uh, shut down um, uh, that potential of, this, of these young men. So 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 um, basically, there are two ways. But again, is to create policies and openness in the work environment that would would attract people to be able to share or do what they think they can do. I've seen some organizations would you know would literally restrict people to do anything other than what they're supposed to do. But those organizations that have, you know, gone further to say we can allow you to do these things as long as you disclose, you know. So I think what is more important is to have a policy that is very transparent that provides equal environment to these people because, um, uh, you know, what I've also seen from uh, from these uh, from 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 um, uh, what they what they are called millennials, you know, they're very sharp. Uh, they, they're very sharp, and they would obviously want to do more and more every day. So if we don't give them, if we, if we if we really don't give them the environment for them to show what they have, we'll be shutting down their their dreams. These you know the millennials are very they're very creative, and they um, how would I call it? I, I've forgotten the terminology, but you know they are the people that can use both hands. the the right and left to deliver you know so 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 they're very curious and very optimistic what they need is to be given an environment where they can actually demonstrate their capabilities
1: let me ask you this question last uh, as a last point Uh, how do you get so let's say your position how were you able to engage with your superiors whilst at the same time how was your uh, your superior able to build that relationship with you as a
0: subordinate. What 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 is the recipe there? What did you do to that? Uh, Thank you, Vice. It has not been easy for sure because um, one of the things that I usually don't see is to look at a person, and before knowing that this is Vice, I just see the ranks in their shoulders. That is that is very wrong. So when I when I look at Vice. Um, doing something, I look at him as a person with the strengths and, and 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 you know, and capabilities of doing one or two or three. And I don't put the titles because the titles can you know can blind you, can some can can close some of the things and and can create a wall between you and and between you and the and these leaders in the organization. So one of the things that I've managed to actually live is to break the walls is to treat my you know my, my my superiors as colleagues in the work environment and remove um the sense of titles because that can create it. yes so 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 they would they, they may not allow you to do that but it is how you you make it happen and it is how you, you you can't go and say you know um i want to talk to you so please remove your title no it is how i engage with these people um how i help them solve the problems and trying to be very authentic uh, you know whether you are the um whether you, you like it or you don't like it but i'll try to um i'll try to speak my mind but in a po- in, in a positive way and in a polite way so so uh, so so I, I would obviously reciprocate the same you know they have to be listening uh, if they don't listen and if they don't give you the environment for you to share your views it might be difficult probably for you to recipro- to reciprocate the same but i would say you know a positive catches is, is is contagious you spread what you get if these people um you know they would shut uh, the windows and the doors you know and you're not able to speak to them probably you do you do the same because as i said before you know your leaders become your role models so you would find yourself probably doing the same thing but for me it was it is very different when i look at my uh my seniors in in my place of work you know i look up i look to them as my i i you know, they are more like my colleagues. I respect their positions, of course, and I would never cross the line. But that does not mean that I can't get things done. And I reciprocate the same to my people. I don't put walls. I speak to them. You know, I, I allow them to challenge me uh, because you know, being 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 a very senior person in an organization doesn't mean that you know everything. You have to have what I call co-creation to provide an environment where people would collaborate. You know, for a common objective common purpose.
1: Awesome, Benjamin. I will never shut my window and my door as a leader. That's a great learning. I am picking up what you're putting down. Thank you very much. So we have had a few tradition here at ERP as well, Benjamin. And one of the tradition is, uh, the first one is you must answer a question from our last guest, who was Dr. Sabina Mugusi. Uh, She's a senior lecturer at MUHS. And she left you a question considering our current uh, political uh, situation in tanzania that we have our first female uh, president uh, i would like to ask the next guest is that how do we get more women empowered in this in this country and the world
0: as a whole uh, I thank you very much Bruce. i think the question has has come at the right time where we have Uh, the first uh, uh, president uh, of a different gender. We we are used to to see males presidents, but now we have uh, who we call Mama Samia as a president. So there has been quite a number of debates in the social medias, et cetera. But honestly speaking, I I would say, you know, there has been a very bad syndrome in our communities. And I would say in the world at large, when we look at women, we don't, you know, compare or we don't look at their strengths we first you know identify them as women which is very wrong uh, and and that has you know by by far that has diminished their strengths and they have made them lose confidence at some point because we don't we don't you know provide a fair ground and you know by looking at women you know not as an individual we can do this thing but as a woman who can do this thing uh right away discriminates uh, a lot of things so 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 um i i think this topic has not been a common conversation in most of african countries and most probably in the world but does not um it, it does not mean that we have not seen women who have you know who have by the biggest extent uh Proved to be the best leaders in the world. We have the Margaret Thatcher and we have the Angela Merkel, you know, uh, and many more. So, 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 um, it has to start first from our family levels, um, first of all, it has to start from where we live, in the sense that we have to create an environment where boys would look at their girls as equal partners in the contribution of anything. Secondly, you know, there must be, we need to. Uh, you know, change your mindset first. We need to change your mindset and believe that, you know, women can equally contribute more like what we do and, and even do more. That is second, that is second. But third, we need to, you know, introduce policies that shall ensure, you know, women have a fair seat in the decision-making uh, institutions. Because by, you know, by providing um, policies that would, would not, would remove discrimination of This is a woman, and this is a man. So this job would require a man to be done by a man. Very wrong. It is very wrong. So we have to create um, the policies that would see more women um, getting into powers. Um, but finally, uh, finally, is also to train them when they equip them. You know, uh, we have to really make sure that they are involved um, in every kind of activities, not because they are women, but because they are capable to do so. So in terms of education, we need to make sure that they're equally educated as men. In terms of giving the chances in various institutions or corporate organizations, it has to be fair and equally. And we have to treat them with the merits, not because they're women. So so um, I would summarize for sure by by, by, by those points. And the second uh, question, a second point that I had this tradition is, what question would you want to leave for your next guest? Our next guest in my career and in my journey um, i have seen authentic leadership as an approach to uh, leadership that emphasizes in building leaders and and leaguers through honest relationships and, and and you know and building followers with values so my question to um, the coming speaker is that what can we because i have seen authentic leaders are these days very scarce so 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 my question is how and what can we do to produce authentic leaders?
1: Fantastic. Fantastic, that's a great answer. And finally, 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 whatever you think is important that you want to
0: send out a message, uh, giving you 30 seconds to tell us, what is that message? 30 seconds would be, wouldn't be enough, but I'll try. So, so so, um, with my experience in African um, politics and generally in the global, I have seen Educated people are not involved in in, in politics because they do believe that you know. uh, If you look at what has been done in in politics across the globe, you would see um, that people have created or a certain notion that politicians are always not straight. And in the absence of having educated minds, you know, to be in politics, it creates an opportunity to have a lot of mediocres in political arenas. And eventually, we don't get a lot of good things done. We see policies that are not meaningful to communities and lives, and we see stagnation in the economy. So I would probably suggest that you know there are many ways to engage in politics. You may not be um, a stage politician, but the youth must engage um, in politics to ensure that they have representatives who can speak their minds.
1: Awesome. Thank you so much, Benjamin. Please join us again in the next episode. Uh, For that, for today, we say, Merci beaucoup. You've been listening to Engage, Relate, Perform, hosted by me, Mutaza Versi. Make sure you've subscribed to this show so you don't miss a single episode. And be sure to visit mutazaversi.com forward slash pod to download all the resources, show notes, and all the freebies mentioned in this episode, including your copy of my highly effective ebook, Engage, Relate, Perform, 90 Days to Conscious Leadership and Performance Culture plus extras just for subscribe. Once again, go to matazavereseed.com and get everything you need. And we'll be back next week for more Engage, Relate, Perform.